They had been arguing for an hour this time, and Alex could hear her mother screaming. She had a hot Latin temper, and Alex could remember her parents' arguments for as long as she'd been alive. They had gotten worse in the last year or two, and afterward her mother would be gone for a few days or a few weeks sometimes, and everything would be quiet for a while when she came back. And then it would start again, like tonight. Her mother had said at dinner that she wanted to go to Miami for a few days to see friends. Her father had reminded her unhappily that she'd just been there. And then they sent Alex upstairs. Her mother didn't care who heard them fight, but her father always sent Alex to her room. She put her pillows over her head as she tried not to listen, but you could hear them all over the house. They lived in a residential neighborhood of Boston, and sometimes Alex's friends next door said they could hear them too. Her mother did most of the shouting, and threw things sometimes, while Alex's father tried to calm her down before she broke something or one of the neighbors called the police. That hadn't happened yet, but he was afraid that one day it might. Carmen Cortez and Eric Winslow had met in Miami when he was there on a business trip. He was the head of a construction firm that built office buildings and specialized in banks. He was there for a job they were bidding on and had gone to dinner alone at a lively restaurant on the first night of his trip. He had seen a group of attractive young people walk in and heard them speaking Spanish when they sat down at a table next to his, and a spectacular-looking young woman had instantly caught his eye. Sensing him watching her, she had glanced over and smiled at him. He was a goner after that. Eric was a sensible man with a quiet life. He had been married to a college professor who had died of breast cancer two years before, after putting up a noble fight. They had no children, and had made a conscious decision not to have any, due to health problems his wife had had all her life. They had never been unhappy about their decision, and accepted it as a reasonable choice for them. He had done well at his job over the years. Barbara enjoyed her work teaching American history at Boston University, and they loved their home, which felt too large for him without her. He had expected them to spend their golden years together and hadn't anticipated being widowed at forty-eight. That hadn't been in their plan, and once she was gone he felt like a marble in a shoebox, rolling around, lost at home, as he sat alone reading in his den every night. Everything seemed so meaningless without her. He traveled for business frequently, but there was no one to come home to, no one to tell about the projects he was working on, and he had thought this trip to Miami would be no different. The silence in the house would be deafening when he got back. Their housekeeper, Elena, still came in several times a week and prepared meals she left for him in the freezer, and he put them in the microwave when he got home from work. He had no family, no siblings, no children, and he felt like a fifth wheel now with their friends and spent most of his nights and weekends alone. His only pleasure and distraction were the crime thrillers he loved to read. He had a bookcase full of them. He was surprised when a live salsa band started playing at the restaurant during dinner the night he met Carmen, and even more so when she got up and invited him to dance. She was wearing a short, low-cut red dress that clung to her perfect body, and she told him that she was a model and occasional actress. 
She had come from Cuba at eighteen, four years before. They danced for a few minutes, and then with a warm smile she went back to her friends. He had no idea what had gotten into him when he agreed to dance with her. It was unlike him, but she was so dazzling that when she walked over to him he couldn't decline. She concentrated on her friends after that, and he noticed that they laughed a lot, and he felt faintly ridiculous, but he gave her his business card when he left the restaurant and told her where he was staying in Miami. He was certain that a woman as vivacious and young as Carmen would never call him. If you ever come to Boston, he said, thinking of how foolish he sounded. He was twenty-eight years older than she was, more than twice her age. He realized full well how old he must have seemed to her and her friends, but he had never met another woman as exciting in his life. She had black hair and green eyes, light olive skin, a tan and a flawless body.